0: Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. JESUS ASCENDED TO HEAVEN AND IS SEATED WITH THE FATHER SO THAT THE HOLY SPIRIT, THE GATEWAY INTO THE SUPERNATURAL, MIGHT HAVE PLACE IN THE EARTH. JOIN Kenneth COPELAND FOR MORE INSIGHT RIGHT HERE ON THE BELIEVER'S VOICE OF VICTORY. LET'S READ THIS AGAIN IN THE 14TH CHAPTER OF JOHN. JESUS SAID, Well, look at that 12th verse again. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the son. If you shall ask anything in my name I'll do it. Now, he's not talking about he's not talking about prayer here. He's talking about when he goes to the Father. Now, you and I look back, we know what he's talking about. He's talking about going to the cross. He's talking about going to hell and paying the price. He's talking about himself being born again in hell, the firstborn from the dead, and being seated at the right hand of Father, and the Holy Spirit coming. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, you and I know that. They didn't understand that. It's time. <clears throat> but you and I can see. And when he said, At that time, whatever you demand in my name, I'll do it. The word translated ask there uh, is also translated demand. Whatever you demand in my name, I'll do it. Hallelujah. Now, let's let's flow on down with us uh, as he's talking about. I will pray the Father, He'll give you another comforter, helper, advocate, counselor, intercessor, (laughs) glory to God, stand by, stand by power, glory to God. I still like that, don't you? What we talked about last week. The guy that that got him, bought him a chainsaw and didn't know it. That, he's cutting trees without ever starting the engine. Yeah. And he brought it back and said, I want my money back. That thing ain't no good. I, I want a new ax like I came in here to get in the first place. You told me I can cut 10 times as many trees as this and can't that ax. I can't either. <laughs> and so he said, well, hand the thing to me. And he, and he took it and he looked at it, got gas in it. And as everything, it looks all right. And he flipped the ignition up on the thing. And i what in the world was that? That's standby power. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of Holy Ghost baptized Christians that ain't never turned the engine on yet. Never trusted him as standby. Right. Hallelujah. Now, he's not going to push it on you the Holy Spirit is the perfect yeah. gentleman. He'll never push it on it, but I want you to know he's ready if you ask. Yeah. He's ready when you begin to call things to be not as though they were. He yeah. is ready because he's the Spirit of truth. And you put, you put him to work for you, he'll lead and guide you onto all the truth. Yeah. He's your comforter. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. And there's one difference between he and, between the Holy Spirit and Jesus. Would you like to know what it is? Yes, sir. He don't never go to sleep in the back of the boat. (laughs) He never sleeps. Glory to God. He's always there and he's always moving, waiting for you to say something. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now then, praise God. I never thought of that in my life. Thank you, Lord. That really helped me. Even the Spirit of truth whom the world can't receive because it sees him not, neither knows him. But you know him. How did they know him? Because they knew Jesus. You know him. You know him. And he dwells with you and shall be in you. Now, the 20th chapter of John. Verse 17, Mary turned to herself and she didn't recognize him at first. They're at the tomb there. Jesus said unto her in the 15th verse, Why, why do you weep? And uh, whom seekest thou? Supposing him to be the gardener, said, Sir, if you've borne him hence, tell me where you've taken, laid him and I'll take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. And when, when he Called her name, she turned Oh, She recognized it when he called her name. Now, she turned herself and said, Rabbi, Master, and you know, I, I mean, hey, you know what she was about to do. Oh, she was about to judge. He said, No, 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 baby, don't touch me. Don't, don't, t- not yet. Don't, don't, don't touch me yet. Now, 17th first. Touch me not, I'm not yet ascended to my Father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father, your Father, my God, and your God. So he did that. And you can look at it in the book of Hebrews. He presented himself spotless before God and spent all day in the presence of God. The New Testament, the new covenant in his blood was ratified and he was announced as God, and He's your and my joint heir. Mm. Glory to God. Well, then at evening tide, I want you to notice what happened. Verse twenty-one. Jesus uh, then said, "Jesus." Well, going up and read the nineteenth verse. Same day at evening, the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, the disciples were assembled. For the fear of the Jews came, Jesus stood in the midst, said unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. And then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. So, if he said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost, then they received the Holy Ghost. Now, they didn't receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. They received the baptism of the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. We know that. So, what did they receive? The new birth. They got born again. What's the criteria for being born again? Jesus had to go to the cross, He had to go to hell, He had to be raised from the dead, He had to, He had to be glorified. and you had to believe in your heart that he'd been raised from the dead. Well, they believed that. They're standing there looking at him. I mean he had, they'd already called him Lord. He was already Lord. That whole 120 got born again and then went to Jerusalem waiting for the day of Pentecost when he said, you'll receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Yeah. Glory to God. Yeah. Now, he appeared to uh, uh, 501 place. Yeah. The two on the road to Emmaus, he, he ministered the Word to them. And oh, they said, our hearts burned. But then they recognized who it was. That that moment, they, be- they had the Word on it. They saw him. They believed that he's raised from the dead and immediately disappeared. And they turned around and went back home. That's when they got born again. Well, that's the Holy Spirit within. Let's talk about the Spirit upon. The baptism with the Holy Spirit is the ministry Of the Spirit of God in supernatural manifestation in the life of born again people. People ministering to and people receiving from on the same supernatural level in which Jesus ministered while he was on the earth. Because, see, Jesus, the Son of God, right? He's son of God, right? Amen. He didn't need to be born again. Not until after he was separated from God and said, no longer a son. Then he did. But when he's born of Mary, <laughs> that's not when he became the son of God. He'd been a son all the time. That's just when he took upon himself flesh. Amen? Amen? But yet he never did any miracle. He's born of the Spirit. One with the Spirit. lived by faith all of his life. That's what his mama, that's what his mother knew. He never had done a miracle. He lived faith all his life. That's the reason she knew to say, whatever he tells you to do, do it. (laughs) Amen. But what happened to him? He was baptized in water and the same Holy Ghost upon him for supernatural service. Everything he did, every miracle, everything he did on this earth, he did it as a man anointed of the Holy Spirit. And he preached the same sermon everywhere he went. We see it in John, I mean, in Luke four eighteen. Isaiah 61, the Spirit of the Lord is, me. is what? Upon me. What? Upon me. upon me. Now, the Spirit of the Lord came upon the prophets in the Old Covenant. Isn't that right? Yes. Well, they weren't born again, they couldn't be. Their salvation was out in front of them. Now, they were saved, but not born again. Are you with me there? They were saved, but not born again. Now, how did they get saved? Same way you did, by faith. Their faith is looking forward and ours looks back. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Now, uh, I wanted to show you something with this. I want to show you. <laughs> Didn't he have any smaller glasses than that? <laughs> Golly, but you could have just got a thermos or something, I like guess. <laughs> I'm not grabbing. Yeah, I was. <laughs> this is the Holy Spirit coming on in the old covenant. Amen. You get that? Spirit of God. And now he's endowed with power. Now, I told you I'd make a mess. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I receive you as my Lord. Thank you, sir. Oh, I have the witness that I'm born again. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Thank you now. And now you said you'd give the Holy Ghost to those of that. Well, I'm asking, sir, and I, I believe I receive, and I thank you for it. Oh glory, oh, oh glory, oh glory to God, oh glory to God. Did You see it. Drink of the Spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody shout, Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, Amen. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is the gateway into the supernatural. Well, Brother Copeland, how's this this these tongues business that I wonder about? Well, there's no reason to wonder, darling, because we have this book, Amen. and it has all the information you're ever going to need <laughs> concerning this tongues business. Amen. Hallelujah. There, there. Are a portion of this, if you turn with me to the. Uh, First Corinthians. Thank you, Lord. Now, this, as I said, is the gateway to the supernatural ministry. In the twelfth chapter of First Corinthians. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Let's stop right there. Father, in the name of Jesus, we receive from you. We receive the light of your word. We receive the insight of your word and we push back the darkness and the ignorance and the the old uh, religious ideas, and we look to your Word. You know that you were Gentiles, carried away under these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man, speaking by the Spirit of God, calleth Jesus accursed. And that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord or Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Now I was studying these things, I started to say in my study, but I didn't have a study. <laughs> we had we were in that, that little project house, little shotgun house there in Tulsa, and in the living room I had a little desk about this wide, it's just kind of shoved over there in the corner. And I'm sitting there at that desk and I'm, I'm studying these things and reading and, and, uh, and I saw that. No man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. And I'm telling you, oh, just right then, I, 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 I'd, I'd already been there quite a good while just praying in the Spirit and, and, and enjoying the presence of the Lord. And I thought, well, If no man can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Ghost, then a man can say Jesus is Lord by the Holy Ghost. And I just said, Jesus is Lord over this family. He is Lord over this ministry. He is Lord over our lives. And I'm telling you, the Spirit of God come up on the inside of me, and I just started saying, Jesus is Lord over everything I could think of, and I'm still doing it. Amen. 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 And it just, that, that, that's what got it all started. I, I remember when I was a little boy in school, you know, they used to give us those textbook covers of big old uh, heavy paper covers. And I just drew airplanes all over mine. <laughs> I mean, all, all, all of them. My daddy said, if, boy, I know good and well if I was done zip your head, airplanes and motorcycles would come flying out of there. <laughs> well, here they would. Yeah. That's what I thought about all the time. Amen. And uh, so, but but now, I mean, I just start writing Jesus is Lord over everything I can find. I mean, I put Jesus as Lord over everything I had. I wrote it every inside, outside, I wrote it all over everything. Amen. Amen. And now if you unzip my head, <laughs> glory to God, Jesus is Lord come jumping out of there. <laughs> then the airplanes and motorcycles, but but the- <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Jesus is Lord. Say it with me. Jesus Hallelujah. is Lord. Hallelujah. Boy, you can get some action out of the Holy Spirit every time you say it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. glory, and I just walk, walked all over that little house. Jesus is Lord over this house. Jesus, Lord, over this house. And, and after that, each, each home that, that the Lord blessed us with, every one of them is a little better than the other one, you know, a little bit better than the other one. I And mean, then you just get you a little plaque of some kind and stick it right out on the front. Jesus, is Lord, over this house. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. You step inside that citation tent, that's one of the first things you're going to see. Amen. You're going to see a little little gold plaque right up there on the wall. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll cause you to ride upon the high places of the earth. Jesus is Lord. That's when you walk in the door. Amen. 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 This is not something we think of only when the airplane's upside down and on fire. No, no, no. This is in the door. You understand? Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. I tell you, it's a powerful thing in the middle of the night. The devil tries to attack your household. You come flying out of that bed, speaking words he can't understand. Because how do be you in the spirit, you speak in mysteries with God. Hallelujah. Yeah, but God might've put that on you to teach you something. No, no, he got me a Bible to teach me something, not cancer. That's right. And you know, let me, let me, let me give you some wisdom. Don't, don't be talking about, don't, don't, uh -uh. don't be be talking about my heavenly father putting cancer on, on a member of my family not up close to me. Of right. uh, course, I'm pretty sanctified, <laughs> but I, I... <laughs> sometimes it just kind of gets away from me, you. Know? <laughs> <Gloria>. little reflect, a <laughs> little street reflect there. <laughs> no, I just lay hands suddenly on you. Praise God. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> now, I want to uh, let, let's let's look into these uh, Holy Spirit manifestations in chapter twelve. I just, just I've just got time enough right now to introduce them, and we'll take it up in some detail tomorrow. Now, concerning spiritual gifts or spiritual manifestations, brother, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. You know that you that you were Gentiles carried away under those dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore I give you to understand no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus a curse. No man can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Ghost. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of administration but the same Lord. Diversities of operation, but the same God which worketh all in all, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Amen. Amen. This is to every born again child of God. All of these gifts are available not only with the person that needs to receive th- the benefit of that gift, but also one that needs to be ministering. Hallelujah. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org slash notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.